0: Welcome to Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. This is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. Excited to have a guest again. Uh, you saw him on our review of, what did we review? Sonic 2? What was yeah. it? Yeah. Sonic 2. So my guest kids critic is back. Introduce yourself.
1: My name is Ethan. Nice to meet you all.
0: All right. So we're going to talk about the new movie we actually just got back from the theater and watched it. It is called Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. It's got Voice talent Michael Cera in it, Ricky Gervais, Diamond Hinsu, uh, who else? Mel Brooks, Michelle Yeoh, Gabriel Iglesias. Big voice cast of very famous people in it. So I will. Actually, I'll let Ethan start first and then I'll kind of give some background on it because there's some interesting information on Paws of Fury. Do you want to tell them what the movie's about, Ethan?
1: Well, the movie's about this dog who lived in a town where there weren't really nice dogs so he went to this town where no dogs were allowed only cats and um he wants to learn how to be a samurai
0: good start all right so yeah so hank is a dog that's kind of bullied where he lives he ends up going away because he wants to become a samurai he ends up meeting a samurai a former samurai voiced by samuel l jackson who it turns out uh was a samurai that saved him from uh bullies in his neighborhood so Ricky Gervais is the evil cat because this is a village or a world of cats, and he is trying to get rid of this little town so he can make his kingdom perfect before the Shogun comes in. The Shogun is voiced by the great Mel Brooks. Now, quick aside regarding the movie, I was reading about it, but then I saw it today. If you, for the adults out there, if you're a fan of Blazing Saddles, the Mel Brooks film, this screenplay is based on blazing saddles so there's a lot of references to the movie and actually there's story credits to the original screenwriters of blazing saddles so just an aside there's a lot of visual cues and there are some things that they they take directly from uh, blazing saddles for this kid's story so anyway uh, Hank meets uh, the samurai and he goes through the training to try to protect the town Uh, Ricky Gervais appoints Hank to be the uh, samurai because of course he has no idea how to be a samurai and he wants to wipe this town out so that's the basic story of the movie I'm going to have Ethan talk about what we're going to do usually in in the podcast. Ethan, what I do and what we did last time. Why don't you tell everybody out there, what did you like about the movie? What was good about it?
1: Uh, What I liked about the movie, well, not a lot of people might agree with this, but I liked Hank's attitude on becoming a samurai.
0: Okay, what about his attitude did you like? Why why did you like it?
1: Well, one, he was kind of funny because it was like... So, I liked it that he wouldn't give up and... He kept falling, but he still didn't give up. He kept getting up.
0: All right. What else did you like about the movie?
1: Well, I also liked that um, that former samurai um, helped him against the bullies, and that Hank um, Hank was supposed to be the samurai. So,
0: all right. So yeah, I liked, uh, like I said, the voice talent was good. There were some funny moments. So the uh, thing about an animated movie is, is it funny for kids and for adults? For kids, it's definitely targeted for kids, it's good. There were some things that I found amusing about the movie. I love Ricky Gervais, the comedian, who is the bad guy here. He's fantastic, his stuff's funny. I'm sure he threw in jokes on his own. He was hilarious. So if you're a fan of Ricky Gervais, his voice work here is really, really good. Samuel L. Jackson is always funny, regardless of what he does. So he's fantastic as well. So like I said, the voice talent was really good. I mean, the animation is great. I mean. Most animated films nowadays are pretty, you know, with the computer animation. The animation's always good, high quality. Some things look very realistic, uh, you know, kind of that that, that style of animation. Uh, and again, there were some inside jokes. And, well, actually, before I get started, what didn't you like about the movie? Is there anything you didn't like, Ethan?
1: Okay, can I have a little more
0: time? All right, we're going to go back to Ethan. All right, so I, there's one thing Ethan told me in the theater, actually, that he. Didn't love so they make a couple of ins- they make a couple of jokes referencing the fact that they're in a movie. So if you know Blazing Saddles, Blazing Saddles has a couple of scenes where it kind of breaks the fourth wall, so it talks to the audience and kind of it it it, it uh, tells the audience that it that it knows it's a movie. So in this film, what happened is there's a couple of references to the running time of Pause of Fury. So they kept saying, "Oh, it's an 85 minute movie. We got to get to the point." Blah blah blah. So they referred to it a couple of times, and Ethan actually did not like that. He it kind of and the way he explained it, which is actually a, a pretty good critique is he said that it took him out of it being a movie, right isn't that right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, he didn't like the fact that they pointed out. some people think that's funny I thought it was amusing but Ethan didn't like it because it took him out of the movie itself. And then there's a scene that that's actually funbla there's a couple scenes from Blazing Saddles but the one where they come through the screen there's a big there's a big sumo cat uh, that's voiced by Demon uh, Hinsu and uh, he comes out of the screen into a theater uh and then i think ethan thought that was funny but that was a direct that's one of the direct references uh to blazing saddles so the story is pretty much the same somebody comes into town of course in blazing saddles it was gene wilder's character here it's hank and then he comes to defend the town and he gets assistance from the former samurai go
1: ahead and remember from Simbo, another thing i didn't like is that like there's like this black line and different like like there's the castle and the village just jumped through it immediately. I didn't like that really.
0: Yeah, unfortunately this is going to disappoint me because I don't think Ethan's going to be a fan of Looney Tunes and that kind of uh anarchy type humor that they always use. So yeah, there's a scene in Paws of Fury where they're being, they're chasing the bad guy and there's a split frame and then they go from the scene where they're at to where they're going. So they come around the scene to go in there, which to me is funny. Ethan didn't find that amusing at all. So he wasn't a big fan of that either he doesn't like i think that's another point where it kind of took him out of the movie right took you out a little bit so obviously for him like with anybody if you watch a movie and something takes you out of being in the experience and that's going to be a negative so he found that as a negative as well did you think and i always talk about this too ethan did you think the movie was too long too short or was it just the right uh, amount of time
1: i'd say it should have been a decent hour
0: what what do you mean shorter or longer Never
1: because
0: you said it was over too quick right
1: yeah, I did. I, th- I think it should have been longer, because mm-hmm. most movies I watch are longer than 80-something minutes, 85 minutes. <laughs>
0: 85 minutes. Well, yeah, you got to remember, too, though, you watch Marvel movies, which a lot of those are really long. And kids' movies are a lot shorter, because you know why they're shorter, right?
1: No.
0: Because little kids watch it. They don't have that big attention span. They I... can't. Well, you do. You're not a little kid. <laughs> but a four-year-old or a five-year-old is not going to be able to sit for two hours or two and a half hours. One, they're going to probably have to go to the bathroom three times, and then they're going to be fidgety.
1: For, for surprise, I didn't have to go to the bathroom at all, though so I drank a large icy.
0: <laughs> you did good, actually. Yeah, you didn't have to go to the bathroom.
1: Mom uh, trained me somehow. Really? Basically, she just party trained your eight-year-old.
0: Oh, very good. Okay. <laughs> all right, so uh, what I didn't like about the movie, I'm trying to think of anything I didn't like. Um, I can't really think of anything specifically that I didn't like. I mean, it's a... It, I guess as far, we'll get to our review in a moment, but it's basically, you know, it's a, it's a standard kids movie. I thought there were some parts of it that made me laugh. Um, it's not a classic movie, but there's not anything I can really point to that I thought that I didn't like. Um, you know, like I said, I think it was an amusing. There were some parts that made me laugh. And like I said, when I have the frame of reference of Blazing Saddles, there's a couple of specific scenes. If you know Blazing Saddles that are referenced in Paws of Fury that I think will make adults laugh. I think most most kids aren't going to get it because they haven't seen Uh, blazing saddles are are aware of mel brooks's work it was fun to have mel brooks be a voice in the movie so that was kind of fun so if you're a fan of mel brooks he's in there he does his voice Uh, he voices the shogun character in the movie and he was pretty funny actually and uh again it's 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 a harmless kids movie it it teaches kind of you know it's teaches good messages about teamwork and 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 not giving up and dedication and kind of stuff like that so it's got positive messages and then of course there's the potty humor there's you know there's farting humor. There's a giant toilet, literally, in the movie, which, yeah, he was already laughing. So, there's stuff, juvenile humor for kids and, and adults that have juvenile humor. So, uh, all of that is is really good. Um, and I think that's all we have for this movie. I think I want to squeeze in another movie because we haven't been on very long. Um, let's go ahead and give our review, Van Gogh reviews for this one. Uh, I'll let you go first, Ethan. How many out of five Van Goghs, or five stars, how many do you want to give Pause of Fury? Three. Three. Three out of five. I'm going to give it... I think I'm going to agree with you, Ethan. I'm going to give it three out of five. It was it was decent. It wasn't great. It wasn't one of the best animated movies I've ever seen. But it's watchable. I think if you take your kids, they'll enjoy it. Or if you wait till it comes on streaming, that's fine as well. So, yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you on three Van Goghs. What was the movie we watched a couple of weeks ago that we didn't review? Because uh, you said you didn't remember. I'm going to try to bring it in. We're going to do a double review here.
1: Um, have we ever reviewed Clifford?
0: No, no, no. It was a couple weeks ago. What did we just see a couple weeks ago?
1: What did we see? Minions!
0: Minions! There we go. Okay. Bonus, everybody. Minions, The Rise of Gru. We're going to talk about that one. We were going to do a, re- a recording uh, a couple weeks ago when we saw it, but we didn't have time. Just We didn't have a time, but we're going to do it now. Um, do you remember the story, Ethan? Sort of, yeah. Go ahead. Why don't you tell them about Minions, Rise of Gru.
1: Well, if you've seen the first Minions, uh, I think most of you have, Um. um... Groot finds the minions by stealing the queen's crown, and then now it just jumps into this new movie. And in the new movie, um, Groot gets re- invited to the vicious the vicious six, and then the, but the leader of the vicious um six gets kicked out because they want the power for themselves.
0: Very good. Now I'll take it from there. That's a perfect description. So, if you saw the first Minions movie, the first Minions movie was set in the nineteen sixties, and then this movie, the sequel Rise of Gru, is set in the nineteen seventies. So it's ten like ten years later. Gru is a little boy because at the end of the first Minions, they they first they see Gru right at the end of that movie. So in this movie, the Minions are living with Gru and Gru's mother, and Gru is of course. Trying to become a supervillain. That's his goal in life. Like it is, as you find out in Despicable Me. But, uh, exactly. There's a group out there called the Vicious Six. So six thieves, criminals that, that that are are wreaking havoc around the world. They're famous. And Gru idolizes the leader of that group. And I forgot his name, actually. I should have pulled it up. But the older gentleman in the Vicious Six is who gets kicked out that Ethan was referring to. And then Gru gets an interview to join them. So that's the basic plot. Go ahead.
1: And another thing that I think is a tiny man.
0: Yes, at first when he goes for the interview. That's a funny scene, actually. So he goes... There's a scene where he, he, he sends in his resume. He goes in for an interview. There's all these other criminals there waiting to be interviewed. So when he gets into the interview with the Vicious Six, he's talking to them. Go ahead, Ethan.
1: Um, and they're like, who invited the kid in here? And he was like, I thought he was a tiny man.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I thought he was a tiny man. So the the crux of the film is uh, the, the, the leader gets kicked out. Gru ends up assisting the leader to try to get back into the group or to actually to get revenge because he's angry that they kicked him out
1: oh and another thing um in the first movie it actually doesn't say he wants to be a super villain
0: no well it's you, in the
1: new movie right when he's in school and says they're asking what, what the goal is your life in and he said a super villain
0: right because it's career day right It actually
1: sounds like grew a little bit
0: you did sound like grew a little bit go ahead do it again what do you want to be that's ah you, now, you, now you're all nervous
1: you ruined the magic
0: oh I remember, i'm i sorry i'm sorry oh, you actually
1: it. didn't judge it it wasn't it wasn't a non-purpose thing
0: okay so that's so like i said what's cool about the minion like i said if you love the character minions it's you're gonna love this movie the minions are hilarious they, they do their stuff they they wreak havoc they uh, mess up everything like they always do uh, like I said, the, the the first minions had great sixties music in it. This movie has great seventies music in it, a seventies vibe, kind of the way it's set. So you get that kind of background in there as well in this movie like you did in the first minions movie. So um Minions The Rise of Gru. Um let's talk about anything you didn't like about Minions or did you like all of it? Let's
1: see. Let's see Let's see. What's it I don't like what? Huh. Actually, um um yeah. There was nothing wrong with it. I liked the whole you movie. You liked
0: it a lot. All right. Yeah, I was, it was It was funny. It was entertaining. Uh, I, I definitely liked it. I mean, like I said, you've have, got you have to be a fan of the characters. Um, if you are, then I think you'll like this one. It gives you more of the same. And uh, if you appreciate those humor, the Despicable Me movies, the other Minions film, I think you'll like this a lot. All right. So this one, out of five stars, Ethan Van Gogh's, but we call them stars, here for you. How many stars do you give Minions The Rise of Gru?
1: Pretty sure. Pretty sure you
0: will be surprised. I'll give it a five. Whoa. So you gave it a perfect review. So that's one of your favorites then. It's a great movie then. Yep. I'm going to give Minions. I won't go all the way with five. I'm going to give it four. So solid four for me means I would watch it again. It's funny. Uh, I don't think it's I don't know if it's a classic, but it's still very entertaining, very funny. So I'll give it four. Ethan gives uh, Minions the Rise of Groove five. So those are our double movies for today. Uh, we do a quick podcast. I appreciate Ethan coming on. Uh, again, we reviewed Pause of Fury, which we just watched. We both gave that one three Van Goghs. And then Minions, The Rise of Gru. Ethan gave it five Van Goghs. I gave it four. So again, you can watch this show on the YouTube channel. You can also watch it on Facebook and on Twitter. So you can find them uh, under the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. And Twitter, you can find it. The handle is at your ear Pod. So follow the show there. You can email the show at bend your ear at gmail.com. And please um, follow the show on whatever podcasting app you listen to it. If you listen to the audio version, we're available pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts. And if you do like it, please rate and review. That's the best way we can get uh, the show out there for more people to listen and to watch. So, again, I want to thank Ethan for coming. Uh, as we do more movies in the summer, any movies I watch with him, well, he'll review them with me. Uh, so we can get the kids' critic perspective on there. Anything you want to add before we sign off?
1: I guess, mm, maybe not.
0: Maybe not. All right.
1: Let me think. What, like two seconds?
0: Well, no. This is live. We can't yeah. be just. Can't have silence. Silence okay. is deadly. All right. <laughs> All right. So again, like I said, Pause of Fury, three Van Goghs from both of us. Minions. Ethan gave it a five. I gave it a four. So I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. Take care, and we will see you. Wait, I, what? Now I
1: know what I want to say. Oh, okay, go ahead. Flaming the Minions. Banana.
0: Banana. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.